So every two weeks, we meet for coffee and just literally just catch up on what we've been doing, families, world events. Right. So. Check one, two. It's, I'm not having any note post production. <laughs> Everything I do is going to be absolutely minimal. And as soon yeah. as you say beta, I'm like, this nerd. So we definitely need to set up a budget for this. We are live and back at the new studio. This time we got a coffee machine. I brought it. I did not bring mocha sauce, so I will not be making a mocha today. Got old man's here. Little man came with us, came to see the studio. Supervising. Oliver, do you want to say hi? No. All right. He said <laughs> no. <laughs> so he said he's going to take some video of us today. Yeah. Get some good content. We do need a new so picture for that. Oh, it's just recording. Just recording. Could you get a picture of us before we go? Yeah. All right, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so um, continue on our, on our conversation that we left off last time chat gpt censorship i'll tell you what i know let's just just to start off Tell me. here's what they've done is is open ai who owns chat gpt they have constructed a neuro a uh, sort of like a filter process so when you submit a request on chat gpt yeah the request res the request and the response i believe both go through a content moderation thing that they've built and it looks for violence, blah, 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 all the things. I'll keep it simple <laughs> with little ears in the room. And and then it spits out a result. And the result is either the true result or it's a, a modified version of the result based on the indication or the, the findings of harmful content or harmful uh, you know, results or a harmful prompt to, uh, to chat GPT. Isn't that interesting? It is. And so now... Much like, um, I forget the recent stories, but you know, moderation of content has been in the news lately a lot, especially with Elon's acquisition of, of Twitter and what's going on with Twitter files. So there, you know, it's a big topic right now: filtering, content moderation, uh, the the structuring of of information to take you a certain direction. That's a real deal. Yeah, that's that's what I know. <laughs> The end. So, <laughs> so it, you know, what is chat GPT, right? You know, I remember when you came over and you asked me, you know, hey, have you heard about chat GPT and yada, yada, yada. You told me about the resume or yeah. a letter to your supplier. I did listen to that That's right. uh, episode. <clears throat> but I follow this, this community called Springboard. Hmm. Um, and they had something. And I, I saw this. On Instagram, they said they had fed, uh, they had asked ChatGPT to create, what was, how'd they ask this? A character representing each country based oh. off of information contained. <laughs> now, if I had to put money on it, I would say that, you know, somehow or another, this was. This is an art project rather than, hey, ask ChatGPT to create, you know, hey, if you had to create a character that represented the U.S., right? what would it look like? Right. And it's very stereotypical. Really? But they were super cool looking, like, uh, not anime, but like 
comic, like realistic comic book looking character. This was an image. Yes. Those different images. And I was okay. looking for it. I meant to save it. Oh, okay. Maybe Shoot I, that to me when you get it. I'll have to find it. So these um, are actual, and they represented the countries. Yeah. And they're and, stereotypical. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hilarious. It was, you know, and, and it's exactly what you imagine. You know, it was just insanity. <laughs> for some reason, I didn't save it. Oh. I meant to save it. I'll find it. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, we can see it, but, but, but anyway, the springboard that I was talking about, it says, uh, what are the top 10 most insane things chat GTP has said this week? Okay. And like one of the popular things. This is <laughs> amazing. This, I love know, that this is even you show a thing. me this AI thing yeah. and it's really cool. Right. And yeah. what can we use this for? There's a whole host. It's endless of good things that we yeah. could use this for. One of the most popular things. Oh God. That it, and I'm surprised, you know, that you, you know, run in the Twitter circles that you haven't seen this. Is <laughs> a popular example from Twitter shows someone asking the bot to write a biblical verse explaining how to remove a peanut butter sandwich from a VCR. <laughs> so it's 2023, <laughs> right? We now have this open AI source that can help us. And the most popular thing we're asking it yes. is randomly how to remove a peanut butter sandwich this from a makes VCR. Perfect sense to me. I have so many questions. This is the community which with which we belong. <laughs> <laughs> with which I do not belong. But first of all, who has a VCR still? Right. And then probably the most important question I have is why did you stick the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I don't. I don't think it in matters. the VCR to begin with. I just want to hear the biblical verse. Can you read that to me? <laughs> <laughs> I won't read all of it. And do it in your best pastor voice. It's several lines. I would have made a great pastor. <laughs> and it came to pass. Oh, so. God, here we go. <laughs> You're serious right now. <laughs> do it. Go. And it came to pass that a man was troubled by a peanut butter sandwich, for it had been placed within his VCR. <laughs> and he knew not how to remove it. <laughs> Stop it! I can't I, listen. Yeah, I, I just, this, it's the internet, right? I love it. And he cried out to the Lord, saying, "Oh Lord, how can I remove this sandwich from my VCR? For it is stuck fast and will not budge." One more. And the Lord spoke unto him, saying, "Fear not, my child, for I shall guide thy hand and show thee the way. Take thy butter knife." <laughs> Amen. Amen. And carefully insert it between the sandwich and the VCR and gently pry them apart. And with patience and perseverance, the sandwich shall be removed and thy VCR shall be saved. Amen. This is what we're doing with our time now, right? I can't believe this. That blows my mind. You know? Please continue to follow it. I want to hear about that every week. I want to hear the top. You know the top trending chat GPT. Yeah, there's it's it's like I said it's it's ten right. Uh, let's see. Oh, are there more? I'm sure there are more good ones. We should probably limit it to like top three. Though. It's also possible to enlist Chat GTP's help with cooking recipes. Um, I want to make mac and cheese without any dairy products. Do you have a recipe? You know. Okay. I mean, do is this again? Is this the best use I don't of Chat know that GTP? Yeah. Because I have Alexa or or Google Home or whatever you want, where you could just literally say, "Hey, let me get a yeah, let me get a recipe." Or you know, are you, 
What are you doing with your day that you are so effing busy that you can't type in mac and cheese <laughs> recipe into your phone and get one? Right. I don't know that that's yeah. the real use, but yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fun tool to jump into and just ask. Yeah, it's more like the creative side right now. It's the creative side of humanity that's getting to use this tool to. I mean, just this, do fun things, right? This one has three full-on paragraphs. It says, you know, hey, um, I want to write a romance novel about a, about star-crossed lovers in a sci-fi setting. Okay. And then it gives you multiple. An actual. Yeah. yeah. So Supposedly, that's what it's really good at, is being creative and using the human language to create things with certain contexts or certain backdrops or certain... Um, I don't know how to say it. Like, uh, you can give it instructions to create, and it will create, and it's really cool. Yeah, I think Open AI. I forget the path here. Maybe it's a, a part of DeepMind, or it came out, spun out of DeepMind. I don't know what the story is, but whoever is employed and working at Open AI, these are going to be revered as like these types of people. These types of positions will be revered as like the frontier of technology for a decade or more, I'm sure. So cool. Yeah. I'm a fan. Uh, so I've been using it randomly for little things. Typically, so I got the, I got it on my phone under a shortcut, basically. And anytime I ask Siri for something and she underperforms, which is about 50% of the time, I'll just switch over to ChatGPT and ask the same question. But 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 ChatGPT, Chat you have to, it's not an app, right? It is not an app. So you have to type it. Well, I do voice to text. So right. if I'm on, right, I saved it. At, it looks like an app on my phone at this point. It's really just a saved web page, and you open it from the, like as an icon, yeah, like an app. Would I got be. It. You click it, it, opens the web page, but it's right there. It's ready to go. I voice to text, and then hit send. Get a result. And 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 you're satisfied with. With the chat GTP. Oh, absolutely. More so than... Yes. Yeah. In general, the types of questions that I ask and that Elizabeth asks yeah. are things that chat GPT is really good at just pulling info back on. Like we asked the other day, it was like, all right, hey, what? Hey, we were asking, I think, Google. Hey, Google, what's the... Hang on a second. Let me look this shit up because you, yeah. you just... I heard you say it and I don't know whether it's you or me. Okay. Anyway, so I said, hey, Google, uh, or she, she said, it was at lunch. She said, hey, Google, what, what foods are highest in iron? Just like, okay, if we have, we want more iron in our diet. What, what foods are highest in iron? And Google says, from the website wikipedia.org, some foods that are high in iron are, and then lists off like three or four foods. And then she says, would you like some additional information, right? And they say, yes. <laughs> Do they say it in that voice? Yeah, it sounds just like that. Okay, just check. Oh, well. Oh, great. I've sent a link to your phone. Oh, thanks. Because I'm sitting eating lunch. What I want to do is grab my phone and start reading. No, I'm asking you for a reason. I want to see, I want to hear you say it. So I pulled up ChatGPT and I asked ChatGPT the same question and got a nice, long, lengthy response with great detail. And um, yeah, it was very satisfying. So is it ChatGPT? Yes. Which I hope they shorten it at some point to just like. So in the same article, <laughs> so in the same article, the title is top ten most insane things that Chat GPT has done, and literally in the first, what is Chat GPT? 
Sure, we could tell you what chat GTP is. They transposed the P and the T. So I the, said GTP and you said GPT <laughs> and it's M O U S C. No, right? I know. You know it's Elizabeth just, says the same thing. She was like <laughs> she said, What are you saying? Is it GPT? Or is it what is it? I'm like Chat GPT. But yeah, when I say it fast, she says it sounds like GPT. George Peru Tango. A lot of people immediately transpose in GTP because I guess that just feels more natural. So they need to change the name immediately. Let's do it ourselves. It is chat. Let's just call it chat. I'll just call it Google. <laughs> I don't have to write a paper anymore, you know. So, you know, it, if I'm asking how many tablespoons is is in whatever ounces, you know, or something like that, that's a question for Alexa, or I'm just straight up it's just going to type it. It's true. All yeah. right, I'll challenge you for the next week. All right, I'm going to send you. What will I send you? I'll send you something to get it set up on your phone, right? Uh-huh. All right. And then for the next week, anytime you have a question for Alexa or Google. Ask the exact same question to ChatGPT right after. I mean, ask the same question to chat right after and see how chat responds. And just, (laughs) you tell me about the quality next week. All right. All right. My vote, chat. Well, you also like Twitter, so. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I am forced to, not forced, wrong word. I end up on accessing Twitter maybe four times a week at least, mm. usually more, because I watch, you know, in the morning when I'm in the sauna, I like to catch up on the news. And it's just the, you know, what is it on the iPhone here? It's it's just a news app, right? Okay. And so it's curated to what I want, you know, right. the topics that I'm interested in. And as I scroll down through there, I usually end up, in the sports section, eventually catching up on playoff games that were happening this week. Baseball's about to get started, you know, highlight reels, whatever. More often than not, you know, I don't know. Brady made some kind of sliding soccer style kick, you know, mm-hmm. it was a terrible try to tackle a, a dude uh, that he threw a pick to and, and, uh, the way I watched it was embedded in the news article or the article about this are several Twitter okay. clips. So, you know, they're highlight reels. The news is highlighting Twitter. That's and so funny. I'm like, cool. So I click on it because I want to okay. watch it. And at some point, I'm watching this clip through Twitter. It's just a couple seconds, you know. That's funny. But uh, that's the extent that's of your exposure. Twitter. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I mentioned this before, but I've curated a Twitter feed regarding topics that um, – that are specific. So the people that I follow are specific to Tesla, specific to NFTs, and now specific to um, GP or chat, <laughs> specific to chat and the technology behind chat. Um, yeah. So those are the three topics. Now, outside of that, if something comes across Twitter news related, I mean, I kind of just take it with a grain of salt because I don't know who is posting it i don't know you know how what's the trustworthiness of the source blah 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 um yeah so i really twitter for me is really just a very focused curated topic selection information stream to help me stay at the forefront of technological innovation yeah Mm. yeah 
So what did you have going this week? Anything crazy? No. This week is, uh, you know, it's busy with work. And a couple things, uh, several, you know, a big day on Friday. Things are built. Uh, things that things are due on Friday that I'm, you know, leading a part of. But mm. right now, lots of planning for the year. So I'm busy around that. Um, I, I had booked a few days to go out to Denver, uh, second week of February. Yeah. Uh, to see a, a buddy of mine. And um, <laughs> found out today they wanted me to go to Houston that same week for a conference. Oh, shoot. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to send somebody else from my team. Okay. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> rearranging that, that. Yeah. Sounds miserable. <laughs> but, you know, and then, you know, so other than that, no, it's 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 pretty, it's, it's usually busy this time of year. Yeah. Busy at the beginning of the year, it's busy, busy at the end of the year. Mm. Um. <clears throat> And then, you know, man, you know, in the wintertime, they drop the level of the lake. So it'll be, You mentioned it'll, this, I think. So it goes down right. on purpose. On purpose. Okay. And and I'm I'm sure there's another reason for it, but like, you know, we used to go to Lake St. Clair all the time. And in the wintertime, it's managed by the Corps, mm-hmm. Army Corps they would drop the level of the lake because that's when dock maintenance would be done. New docks would be built. Seawall repairs could be done because that's usually not a popular time of the year for, you know, lake usage. So yeah, it runs low and it's a sign of the winter, you yeah. know, to me. How long does it stay like that? I thought it stayed for, I don't know, at a mean water low level of, I don't know, couple months three months you know but we've had a lot of rain so obviously that backfills but they've maintained water levels at almost full pool right now at Lanier oh so I'm excited you know I went from seeing a lot of exposed shoreline that I don't really get to see and understanding that it's you know winter and Mm -hmm. not boating season and it's you know to now the water levels start to come back up and I'm excited I'm like, all right, man, let's go. Ready to get out? Yeah. Uh, And it will stay that way, you think? or or I think it should. I don't know. Great. I I don't know. So it's like an early... uh... But but see, I don't know. This is the first year of full boating on Lanier, so I don't know how long they usually do it. Is there there a way for you to check water levels before you show up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so with the Army Corps of Engineers, I have an alert on my phone, so like... Anytime the water level changes, I get an I get it through a text message or an email. Yeah. I've got it set for water temperature, um, so I can see what that is. And then I just set a wind alert. You know, if it gusts above twenty knots, you know, I want to know because then I'm going to go check on the boat. You yeah. know, make sure things are good, but don't want stuff blowing off the dock and what have you. But oh, really? Um, you don't want that. <laughs> so we got together last week, right? Yeah. Yes, because it was the episode you didn't post. That is correct. Got him. <laughs> we should set up a budget for this. <laughs> we've said we've said that before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you go on the boat last week? I did go last weekend. Oh. So as a matter of nice. fact, Ramon. Oh, for real? Yeah. So nice. uh, <clears throat> he's been trying to get with me for the last couple of months, and between the changing kid schedule and 
you know, holiday obligations and, and other things or yeah. last minute requests. It should, it just hasn't worked. Right. Um, it sounds like me trying to bring Oliver to the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Ramon beat me to it. Yeah. So, um, you know, and we come back. So Julie, vol- she's now volunteering at the local animal shelter. Oh, really? She's, it's, it's a passion to her. She's wanted That's to do awesome. it. That's awesome. So she's now volunteering. So last Saturday was her first, uh, I guess, her orientation, so to speak. So she had a bunch of stuff she was going to do last Saturday. So I said, well, I'm going to go to the boat. And I wanted to go uh, work on a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Just piddle, right? Just to be on the water. It was going to be a beautiful day. And I said, well, hell, Ramon's been trying to get with me. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he wants to come hang out. So I hit him up. He's like, yeah. So he rode up here to the house. We jumped in the truck and we rode to the boat. Went out. Gorgeous day. Went to our usual, went to my wife and I's usual spot, you know, mm-hmm. on the leeward side of the island there and dropped the hook. And uh, I had some cigars on the boat. He <laughs> likes to smoke cigars. I haven't smoked one since the summer uh, on the boat. So I said, hey, man, you know. So we sat, we sat there and just and hung out and, I guess we stayed out there for, I don't know, two or three hours maybe. Yeah. And, uh, nice. Yeah. So, cut a lap, was going to pull up and eat lunch, but a couple of the places were closed for the season. Oh, really? You know, where you could pull up, I could pull up with a boat and tie up, you know, and go eat. Makes sense if they expect the water level to be down and nobody would be riding. Yeah. And... But, uh, hmm. so then we, I slung it back at the dock and locked up, and then we went and ate lunch and, you know, I had, a, I had a pretty good day, yeah. Cool. So That's awesome. It was good, yeah. Uh, so I went this weekend, and we had gone the weekend before, I told you. Mm-hmm. Um, and went swimming. Well, I did, and the dogs did. Well, I didn't go swimming. I got in. But For real? Yeah. I Shit. didn't tell you that. Uh-uh. Yeah. And so I, I told you about the plunge pool thing, right? Pool, I want. I, I think I want one of those ice baths, those plunge pools. For your house? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think you told me this. You can do it a myriad of different ways, but like you could buy like an ice barrel is what they call it. Right. And it's basic. You, know, you fill it with water. Yeah. They put a couple bags of ice on top okay. of it and then you submerge and it's cold water therapy. Yeah. I am familiar with that. So this, so you're just saying you want one. I was, I was thinking to... about it. So but that... like this thing is like 1100 bucks. Yeah. So do I need a thousand dollar barrel on the back porch, you know, on the patio? Let's put it outside. You know. That's a massive expense layout to then realize I'm really not going to use it. You know, <laughs> after that first plunge, the five minutes. <laughs> so the lake this is, is not the, for te- me. the temperature at the lake last week. It was 48 degrees. So the water this, was this your kind of like a test a little? Yeah. Bit? <laughs> well, my wife said, "Hey, we have, we have a a very nice ice barrel. Right. You know, we'll take it out and, and check. during the winter, you're all set." So you know, it was a beautiful sunny day. Same, you know, went out there, we dropped the hook. She got on the bow of the boat in the beanbag with a blanket, and she read her book. And Cool. I chucked a tennis ball out there in the water towards the beach, and the dogs jumped off, and they swam and chased the ball and rambled all over the little island and whatever. Cool. And I said, well, you know, one way to find out. So I let the ladder down and I grabbed me a pair of swim trunks and, yeah, uh, well, you know, got down in it. I stayed there for, you know, I think all in all, maybe a minute. Yeah. I mean, it's a 
48 degrees. It's long. It's, <laughs> it's a, I told I told I told Julie. I said I feel like uh, I've done CrossFit because I want to tell everybody. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's a big deal. I it wasn't not because hey, check out big tough guy did did cold water, but it was like it's hard to describe. And I wanted to do it last week, but I'm not going to do that, Ramon. I don't know. If, I, I'm not going to do it without anybody there that I know. You know, they could. Right. But I wanted to get in last weekend. It is everything in your body straight up panics. Yeah. And then it, and that happens for like two seconds, and then you completely focus. Yeah. Like it's the most intense focused I have ever been. Really. And I wanted to do it, so I wasn't like in the water and then immediately back out. Right. I, I I stayed there right. and just like took it in and and uh, it's and insane mental clarity, like what needs to be happening right. What is the most important thing right this second? Yeah, you know. And believe it or not, it wasn't immediately get out of the water. Yeah, but it was like it was like that. I stayed for a few. For you know, 30, 45 seconds. I want to work my way up to three minutes. Three, three, three. not thirty. Yeah, yeah not thirty. Thirty's the thing, though. I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish. I got some stuff to share on this. Well, yeah, I would imagine you probably go hypothermic mm-hmm. in forty-eight degree water. Mm-hmm. Thirty. All right, thirty. <laughs> I'll bring you out next weekend. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not saying I'm skilled in this. <laughs> but uh, I stayed in for a bit, and then I climbed back out. And then, like, I obviously, you know, I think the air tip was 55, mm. 53, whatever it was. Not Fair much enough. better. But you get out, and you're just like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything is, like, turned in, like, needles from head to toe turned in, you know, yeah. on you. And then, you know, dry off. And I stood around for a few minutes. It wasn't actually cold when I got out, you know. I don't know if I was in some sort of mild form of shock or what, but it was. I was like super pumped. Yeah, that's I awesome. was immediately like breathing like I'd been running on a basketball court <laughs> or something. I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this is incredible!" Yeah, and then got dried off, and then got changed in some clothes, and, and uh, I, I mean, I was, I was yoked for like two hours after. No way. Yeah, it was intense, man. Energy. It was a crazy feeling. Okay. So, but uh, you know, wanting to do that and wanting to see if that's something. That you know could be become a daily regimen at the house. Yeah, I don't know how cold you could get the water. I'm sure. You, I mean, if it had one here, it would be cold. But yeah, I'm sure you, you can know, get it down to whatever you, know. you need. So, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. So Elizabeth talked to me about this. This is her cold water therapy. At the end of every shower, yeah. I think she still does this today. I'm not sure. I haven't checked in in a while. She said she will take the hot water. And crank it cold. Oh, no. And she'll spend, she says, about, I think it's 10 seconds, maybe a little longer. Yeah. And just bathe in the cold water. And and she says, like, uh, the it's, it has something to do with, like, the nerve endings right. throughout your body, especially in sensitive areas, like under your armpits. And yeah. you're, something about your body adjusting to that level of stressor. Um, well, that's is, is beneficial for you. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of the cold water therapy. Okay. But like with me, like you know, it's been a long time since I've been in a shower that where you would flush the toilet and all of a sudden <laughs> run cold. You know, 
Thank goodness but, that's a thing of the past. You know, if I'm in the if I'm in the shower and you flip the cold water over, man, I'm like run into a quarter and oh, get the same. hell away from it. Same. When you slide off the back of the boat and you're hanging on to the swim platform, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're there. You're I in. just it's like the my gym routine. Garage is slammed full of plenty of weight mm-hmm. that I can certainly get a proper workout in. But I make excuses, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why I get up and I have a routine. Right. And I take the five minute drive to drive to a gym and work out. Yeah. Because I have to. Yeah. Because I know myself. It's like the shower. I'd run. You you cut the cold water no, on I there, and, and I'm Obviously. coming out of there. And that's why I res- totally respect what she can do with that. Because oh yeah, I tried it two times, and after two, <laughs> I was done. There is something psychological when you've got your hand on that handle, yeah. and you're going to crank it down. You know what's coming, <laughs> and it, there's a little bit of a delay because there's hot water still running <laughs> through that pipe. Yeah, and then you let go of that handle, and that cold water hits. Oh, it's over. And and you're right. You can step aside. And I did. Either step aside or it'd be easy for me to flip it back the other way. Flip it back, right. Yeah, you can flip it back. But she'll do it. She'll she'll turn it cold and she'll stand there. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. I mean, that's got Yeah. And there's, and like you mentioned with your plunge, or you didn't mention this, but I was thinking this as you told your story. There's certainly, you know, you're overcoming an external uh, stress or stimulus. And you're physically putting your, you're mentally and physically putting yourself in that sort of what I would call danger. Yeah. You know, it's a, a known danger. So you know the outcome. Right. But you also know the outcome. And that's part of it. You know, getting over that hump is really incredible. Well, it started out because I don't want to be a punk because I'd been carrying on. You know, I was, we, we bought the boat last year. It's an incredible achievement for me. Mm. It's something that I've, always wanted never thought I'd ever be able to be in a position to to do this yeah and I mean I love my wife I love my kids um you know love the dogs but but very very close to all of that is the love of this material object it represents (laughs) a lot it's not the material object that I'm in love with it's it's the representation and the feeling and it's a it's a it's a it's a thing as a whole, right? Yeah. And for me, it's just like, you know, I, it's different. Yeah. But so excited. And the question I remember when we were looking at this thing was, hey, are we going to use this thing through the winter? Mm. And I was like, hell yeah. You know, it's got the salon, it's heat, the bridge is heated, you know, got the Isaac up, we could have a cup, fix a couple of co- uh, cups of coffee and we can take a cruise, you know. Right. So, and I, I mean, I go out there a couple times a week, you know, work from the boat and, you know, I, you know, yeah, we, we move it. So I've done that, but I ran my mouth and I said, I'm going to get in the lake at least once a month, every month. That's a big commitment. Yeah. And how's that show? How's that played out for you? I, it didn't actually move the boat from the dock in December. Okay. And, you know. There's no, there's not a ladder on the dock, and I have to pull, I'd have to untie everything and push the boat out to get the ladder down. To okay, sounds like a bunch of excuses, <laughs> but I didn't get in in December. Yeah, and the water temp's colder in January than it was yeah. in December, so you know it wasn't because of the water temp. So I didn't, 
ran my mouth, and we were out there. And it was a beautiful day, and she said, "You getting in?" She I was said, pressuring you. I said, "Heck yeah!" Oh, for real? You know? <laughs> yeah, she, I was she, just planning the whole time. That's why I've, I've been ready. I'm standing there. I'm like, <laughs> but she can't know. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, but I, but I got it, you know. So and then, like I said, it was. Let me tell you. It was good. Let me tell you. So we keep swapping material. So either I'll send it to you. You just need to look it up. Maybe yeah. if you listen to the podcast back and you still haven't looked it up. If you're listening right now, we'll look this up. Wim Hof. Do you know this guy? Name says familiar. Mm, I may have told you about him like years ago. Anyway, Wim Hof. And it's, a, it's on this cold water plunge. Yeah. And I'll just give you like a quick overview. This guy is world known. World... Uh, World renowned, renowned. Thank you. This guy's world renowned. This guy, scientifically proven, using his ability that he's learned to control his body's temperature in cold water. Yeah, that same capability is is scientifically proven to be able to fight off disease. No right. Yes, no, inside right. of his body. No right. This is all this is all legit. All right. There's no hokey pokey. <laughs> but I'll tell you, so this guy can get into ice cold water, sheet uh-huh. of ice across the top of the water. Yeah. And he'll swim like sixty seconds uh-huh. under the ice and come up the other end. Not even get out. Sit in the pool, sit in the water, and do it for an extended period of time. Like like medically, I don't know how long you could stay in that temperature of water before your body's shutting down regardless of your mental capacity. Because like at 48 degrees, I mean, you could get hypothermia in 80 degree water. Yeah. It's it's possible. It's not, you know, it doesn't compute yeah. for most people. But they're like, oh, the pool's 80 degrees. I'm not getting hypothermia. You certainly can. You still can. But in 48, there's no doubt you can become hypothermic. Now, at what point does me swimming do any good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's like anything, right? If the water's 65 degrees, absolutely I could get in. You know, I did a couple months ago when it was in the, you know, when it, I think it was 68 or 70, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. It's a brisk swim. It's nice. You know? Yeah. It's not summertime weather, but, you know, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I need blankets and hot chocolate, you know? But, you know. I think I saw something like this. What did like David Blaine or something? Or one of the oh, magicians yeah, where like, he's yeah. like encased in ice or bags Always. of ice. And, <laughs> so, you know, come on, man. Always. Yeah. But but so Wim Hof. So yeah, he's got he's got like classes and everything. I think uh-huh. he's out of the Netherlands. Maybe he takes groups up to like oh, what's the cold? Oh dang, I forget the the big tall mountain. What's the what's the base mountain in the world? Everest? Everest. I think it's Everest. It may not be Everest. Imagine Everest, though. Uh, he takes his groups to, like, Everest. Yeah. And they will hike for a period of time, like, without coats and whatnot, like, through the cold. Yeah. And and he teaches, like, breathing, and he's got a whole situation going. It is the real deal. So did you book yours? I will someday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how so, about you for free? You come to the lake with us, <laughs> right. you know, we'll, we'll check for it out. Free. 
Yeah, he he will. If you if you watch like a couple of his videos or a couple of videos about him, it will inspire you to lock in that once a month, and uh-huh. also probably turn on your shower cold and all the things yeah. related to cold therapy. And uh, it's incredible. Like one of the things was he he did a cold water plunge with uh, probes to measure his body temperature uh-huh. as he was in the water. And one of the things was, uh, you know, that focus thing that you talked about. Yeah, he talks about that a little bit too. And he says, uh, if you if you focus correctly and you focus on your breathing and these sorts of things, you can actually and he did this uh, increase your body temperature as you go into cold water. I have heard that. I, I have heard. I have read a few things where you know, Shaolin monks. You know, it's the same principle as controlling your heart rate to the point where you almost you you can put yourself into a catatonic state. Right. You know, controlled breathing. Right. Focus in, you know, that sort of thing, right? I think it's along the same vein. Perhaps. I believe. But anyway, look him up. What you benefit change, does it, it serve? Change your world. What benefit does it serve though? Uh, I know? know for me, there was one cold night in Thanksgiving uh, and I was yeah. in Virginia. And this was the early days of owning the Tesla. <laughs> Around my Elizabeth's mom's house, there are no superchargers or chargers at all, yeah. except for this one little tiny marina. And so I go to this marina at like 10 p.m. There's no signs that say, hey, you can charge here. And But I was like, hey, I saw a charger, and like I need a charger. And it's on the public like entry. I'm like, oh, let me just go. And I'd plug it up at night, and I'd leave it overnight. And in the morning, I would go at like 8 a.m. and go get the car and bring it back home. So, yeah. But it was super cold. It was probably like low 30s. Yeah. And I would, I would duck out, and it was probably a 10, no, like 12 to 15-minute walk to get to the marina. And I did this a couple times during the week. That's probably not right. Twice, maybe three times. That's a couple. And... uh I was channeling my inner Wim Hof <laughs> during that walk. Like yeah. typically, if I go walking in the cold, like you know, you get a little shivery, your shoulders move up a little bit. Yeah. But I was like staying focused and focusing on my breathing, and I was able to, <laughs> in my opinion, effectively make that 12, 15 minute walk without feeling like I was dying by the time I got there. Huh. That's a to me. That just sounds like you were a. that's my one that's my story i don't typically find myself stuck in really cold situations so i don't really have any other stories to share about my inner wim hof (laughs) if i do go climbing a really cold mountain i'll i'll have another story to share yeah all right well get back to me on that i will i'll let you know let me tell you we celebrated birthdays yeah i know you had a busy week last week we were all over the place not only did we celebrate two birthdays in our family we had two friends celebrating birthdays, and so it was just like day after day of partying, it felt like. Yeah. So um, Oliver had a friend who had a birthday party at like a trampoline uh, park. What's that place called, Oliver? Was it Sky Zone? Altitude. 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 Very cool trampoline place. Yeah. Kids from his class were all there. They had a blast. Uh, cupcakes and pizza and all the things, right? <laughs> Heck yeah. Another day we went to uh, Andretti over in Marietta. Oh, yeah. So indoor 
go uh, what carding indoor carding, I guess yeah. you call it now. Indoor carding is yep. Oliver's first experience. He did not like that. Why, Oliver? You didn't like the carts? Yeah. Well, he says yeah. Yeah, yeah. Meaning, yeah, he didn't like. The oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, why didn't you like them? Yeah, they're nervous. Nervous. Very nerve wracking. Says the rock climber. It's interesting, right? Huh. Yeah, it, it was. I'd much know, rather cart than rock climb. Getting into a legitimate cart, yeah. go cart, yeah. cart, whatever it is, for the first time. It was like an adult sized cart, you know? Yeah. And he's never been in a, <laughs> a like a little kid four wheeler, much less. A, right. <laughs> so, he, yeah, that was nerve wracking. Anyway, had a good time there after we got over that cart thing and played a bunch of games and. That was awesome. Uh, followed by, we did his birthday. He wanted to stay at Hotel Avalon. Oh, yeah. That was his, All right. So he chose this year. So we went and we stayed up Sunday night at the hotel. Nice. <laughs> Got some room service. Yeah. Just lived it up for a night. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. That's a legit, I mean, look, that's a legit request right there. That's I know. An adult request. That is a legit. Yeah. <laughs> I never got to. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> right. You know? But we went. I, you, you probably, I don't know if you were there. I'm trying to remember back. We There was a celebration. At no, I did not go okay. to that. <laughs> that was right after I left. I brought the family to stay yeah. the night there as well. You know, That's. Night. I remember the stories from that. So we have videos. and he <laughs> He's watched the videos and he recalls it and enjoyed the experience. So he wanted that's, to redo that. That's when your boy gave the speech. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which I was not entirely there for, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that we, yeah. So that was um, good old days. That's the only reason why he would have such uh, an eclectic request for his birthday. Oliver, yes. Would you go back and stay at Hotel Avalon again? Yes. All right. Yes, he would. There you go. So uh, we ha- we did that. You heard it there, folks. <laughs> Oliver approves. He approves. So yeah, we had a packed week. I just feel like. Between that and work, it was just go, 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 like day and night, intense. Not until yesterday did I feel like we finally settled back down to like some sort of routine. It was a good weekend. We we had a couple of things happen. You know, Friday was a a busy day, and then you heard what it did on Saturday. Sunday was kind of kicked back. Yesterday was kicked back for Martin Luther King and and uh, which you know, Julie went to work. Oh, yesterday I went back to the boat. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, because I I so the weekend that we went weekend before when when I took the swim mm-hmm. the story from earlier took the dogs. Well, the dogs hadn't been since I don't know October. Yeah, I think they've had one bath. Since then, you know, and it doesn't really matter, right? They they love the water, so they had a blast. Yeah. Well, they get on the boat. They they we got this little, um, you know, little floating dock. It's mm-hmm. got the little net. It's mm-hmm. called a pup plank. Pup plank. P U P plank. Oh, the, yeah. You you know the yellow dock looking thing. So I mean, in its design, you tie it to a cleat. It's got a little net that hangs in the water. So they swim up. Their paws grab that. Then there's tread. They, they come up. up on the net. They get on the tread. They get on the swim platform on the boat. Right. There's usually a twin- tennis ball involved. <laughs> so I can, like, let them off the back. Of, as soon as I open the transom door, they 
on the swim platform, jump in the water. And then I could shut that door, and they'll just, for hours, until probably one of them, at least her, because of the ball. Hey. She'd chase that. She, she'd, she'd grab that tennis ball, and I believe she'd swim until she probably just stopped swimming and drowned. <laughs> chasing this tennis ball. Right. But you shut that door and throw that ball. They'll swim, grab that ball. They usually get on the beach, and then these islands, which don't have anything on them, they can ramble. Okay. And they usually do that for a little bit, and they swim. <clears throat> Mojo doesn't want to be left out of anything. So he uh, so he swims back to the boat. Then he swims back to the beach. But they'll just do that circle for hours. Okay. You know? and uh, That's awesome. So when they do that, they get on the swim platform, and then they shake. She's usually got the ball in her mouth. She flips it off the back of the swim platform. She throws it to herself, right? She <laughs> flips it out there in the water. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, my goodness, there it is. And then she jumps off and gets it. That's and awesome. it's just a cycle. Amazing. In other words, there's wet dogs on the boat. Mm-hmm. And then when when it's it's time to kind of, all right, guys, you've done this for long enough where y'all get super tired and something happens. One at a time, I'll, I'll open the door. They'll come in the cockpit there, and I'll dry them off. off. As best as I can. Right. And then they air dry pretty quickly after that. But there's dog hair everywhere. Oh, really? Everywhere. It just shakes up after that, huh? I mean, it's on, it's on the platform. It's in the cockpit. They go upstairs <laughs> and lay on the couches. You know, so it's everywhere. And during the summer, before we left, we, you know, she cleans inside and I'm cleaning outside. And part of what I do is I rinse everything down, yeah. and then I'll rinse the cockpit out. I'll rinse the swim platform. I'm constantly doing that while we're out on the water anyway because it yeah. bothers me. Yeah. But when we were there last week, a weekend before last, we faffed around, and we were going to go. We were going to go to Pigtails mm. Barbecue Place on Lanier. I know. I can't wait to go, dude. It is. I've so heard the name good. so many times. It's so good. But they're not open right now, right? They're not open. Like, we, we loaded up. We were hungry. Mm-hmm. We said, hey, let's go get some lunch. Oh, that's the worst. And so the dogs have been closed. swimming for two or three hours. Yeah. They're zapped. Yeah. So they get out. They get dried off. Once they settle down for a minute, I feed them. Mm. So they're, like, exhausted from swimming, stomach full. We go eat. We could go. We we usually do this during the summer. We pull over there to their dock. We yeah. tie up. And then we can get off the boat. They sleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we walk up and, and eat, and then come back down. Well, they were closed. I didn't know it, so hell, we're hungry. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other places on the lake. One of them's like a 45 minute boat ride. Mm. The other ones are 10 or 15 minutes away. But one of them, the boat's too big to put on a dock over there. The other one, the last time over the summer, I tried to put in there. It was packed, and there was mm. nowhere for me to park. And I was like, well, this is dumb. So this I'm not, not wasting. something I ever imagined you'd have trouble with. with I know, right? Couldn't find right. a parking First world spot. problems, right? Are there boat valets too? Is that a thing? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, not here, but. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, they didn't have enough dock space. So I, I said, well, I'm not wasting the time to ride up there and just to find out there's nowhere to park and then we got to ride back. Yeah. We were hungry. Yeah. So screw it. So McDonald's. We, no, we, we came <laughs> back, slung the boat in the slip, tied everything up, locked up. Drove to the oh, house. Oh, you did drive out. Okay. Yeah, drove to the house. 
opened the door, let the dogs in the house, and then we turned around and went right back out. <laughs> in other words, I didn't clean anything. Oh, this is the last time you went, so yeah. next time you go. And so when Ramon got there, I was like, damn, I Oh, forgot. Lord. <laughs> Show him the boat. Mess, you know, but uh, so I went back up yesterday, and, uh, you know, it takes a couple hours to wash the boat. Oh, you know? dang. If you're not out there just hustling, I mean, it takes right. a couple of hours. So, Sounds like a service, right? Sounds like a good service to have. There is. Is there? Let me get your credit card. Oh. Yeah. How Eesh. much do you think it costs? I mean, I could bankroll you for 30 days, but I need it back. Uh, no, I don't want a loan. I want you to pay for no. it. Right. Well, <laughs> what are the interest rates right now? I have no idea. Five percent, but whoa! Either you're getting a package, nah, or Julie's somebody, home. Somebody turned around, you know, dramatic. No, so anyway, hey, what's the service? If cost? I wanted to, you know, it's it's about three hundred bucks. Okay, for so, a one, that's one cleaning. That's one. Shoof. So no, I go do it myself. <laughs> so no, <laughs> I like doing it if I'm not rushed. Like if I don't, if I, it's not in between meetings or I don't have to be somewhere that afternoon. Like, she had sessions yesterday. She had clients. Yeah. So, I I had to be back home by four because that's when they eat. And if I'm here at five instead of four, they'll survive. Yeah. I mean, I went up at like nine thirty. Mm. You know. So I just went up very casually. I turned the radio on, put Pandora on, listened to some music, pumped it through the speakers. That work. Keep and then I, I just got after it, you know, and gave it a good cleaning and uh, everything's good to go. But nice. I usually do that every time we Darn use here. the boat, but I just didn't because we were, we were hungry, you know. But Yeah, when you're hungry, I mean, everything else just falls to the side. Yeah. That's how that goes. I love, you know what I love? I love putting my earbuds in, taking a work call. You know, one of those that like, you know, you're probably not going to have to say anything. <laughs> putting it on mute and heading out and washing the car in the driveway. <laughs> I've done that before. I mean, that is one of my absolute favorite things to do. Yeah. Because I love to get paid for washing my own car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing like getting paid as opposed to paying someone else. Well, we talked about this before, right? You know, this work remote thing, you know, what's business hours, right? I I don't even know anymore. Anywhere from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., you know. Right. Because I've, I've got team members globally i've got you know people from the west coast i got people from central time zone mm-hmm. so i mean I, hell japan china you know hell it's tomorrow right so, <laughs> right you're already missing out on tomorrow's right work. <laughs> so you know what is it it's it's 5 25 now so a couple more hours and they'll be up in japan and right. korea in the office Just so getting started i've taken calls at 7 p.m yeah you know yeah. The 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 curse of doing business globally. I love it. Um but uh you know, so yeah, so if it's five o'clock in the afternoon in the summer and you know, I'm technically not in the office, you know, mm-hmm. heck yeah. I put an earphone in and go out there and wash the car, or do something like that or yeah, you know. That's why I like working in the boat. So in between a meeting, if I don't have anything to do or I've got a few minutes, hell I piddle. You know, yep. But I got my earbud in if somebody needs me. I right, as it. long as you're present and act- actively. Uh, I'm not late for a meeting. Receiving content you know? or sharing content. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. 
I like it. it. I like it. I love it. I think it's way more productive. I never want to go back to the office full time if we if we don't have to. Yeah. Ever, never, ever, never, ever. Are you still doing that gig? Which one? Contracting. Yeah. It's uh. And you said you were looking at some more permanent stuff. Nothing. Where did or I you're not really, off? You're not really. But you just said you were. You were feeling out a couple of things. Feeling out a couple of things. Yeah. I. I'm hoping to have more to share within the next few weeks. There you go. Fingers crossed. All right. Spoiler alert. It may be on my LinkedIn already. Well, then why the hell do I have to wait a couple? Fingers right. crossed. No, don't look it up now. Let me leave first. <laughs> it's actually quite embarrassing. Have well, you now ever... you can't say that. <laughs> you know, let me leave first? No. Don't don't announce it at least. What The thing is, is uh, I'm having extreme imposter syndrome with it. Uh-huh. And I need... Uh, I need... I don't know what I need. I just, I don't need anybody to make fun of me just yet. Let me get over the hump of actually delivering and we'll see where it goes. And then I can update you. How, <laughs> how are we not connected? Are we not connected? No, we are now. Well, well <laughs> I sent you a request. That was great. That's really funny. Are you wearing the same damn sweatshirt? This is my representation. This is who I am. This is Lord me. Have mercy. I know. Uh, huh. So more to come. You know, it high chance it could be a total flop. But also a super high chance it could uh be extremely important for our life and the lives of others. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. That's pretty cool though. Look, I'm not gonna I it all right. I'll let you roll that one out. I'm not gonna we'll see, see. About it. Right, we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to. It's you know, it's like showing up and and being excited about something, and then two <laughs> weeks later it crashes, and that's my typical. I love that. Demo. Do you like way. how I took some liberties with that? Thing? I yeah, that's. <laughs> I like that. It's, <laughs> you know, it's really interesting to do that while you're still consulting for the people that. I love that. Would see this. That is you know fantastic. what I mean? That is fantastic. Like, I feel like I'm living in an alternate world right now. So well, it looks like you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a I'm in two universes at once. I like it. So I like it. <laughs> Good deal. Oh man, I was trying to I was trying to hold on to that one for a few more weeks, but it's hard to What a dick. Why would you not <laughs> come it, on, man? I know, I know. It's you know like, I'm a fan. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez alright well more on that next week I could it's probably by the time next week shows up I could probably share some more details and where that's going and, and how it's going and what's next and it'd be fun to share with you anyway instead of yeah. trying to keep it on the DL until it's all tied up like a bow Yeah, tied up with a bow tied up as a bow in a bow in a bow yeah more next week. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. <laughs> we got to dedicate a whole session to that. So I need to know. It may be our new sponsor. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, it's that would first. be fantastic. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, we talked about something. Speaking what did we of talk which, about? We talked about something. And I can't remember if this was... I think this was in our nest days. Our what? Our nest days. Yeah, the nest. Remember when we started in the nest? Right. And eventually when we were we... just literally meeting for coffee and talking. Yeah. 
And eventually we tumbled out and stumbled onto the world, and <laughs> got some wings and flew around. Hey, we should record this. And then here we go. But uh, You told me something about, ah, oh, shit. I had it and then I, oh, yeah. I lost it. That's how it goes. You sidetracked me with your monologue. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, we were talking about monetizing. Monetization. Yeah, and you you had something you had you had a yeah got you got a friend of yours, and we were talking about content. Content, content. And it was uh, how do you, how do you put it out there and how do you monetize that? Yes. How do you put content out? How do you monetize? Right. Okay. So obviously, what we're doing here, this is great. Right. Do we? Is is this, you know, is this, sub, is this something that can produce an income, an actual income? In my opinion, this alone, no. Yeah. So what do we need to do to get to that point? I think there, the keys are we got to bolt on an actual product. Yeah. The podcast becomes the conduit for which the product is sold. Uh-huh. It's, it's how people learn about the product. It's how people get So then at that point, it. it's not our podcast. We're this paid advertisers. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advertisers for our own right. thing. Right. Well, who's going to advertise it best? Yourself, you know, if you're the professional on it. Uh-huh. But yeah, this is my opinion, is that we got to bolt on an actual product to the podcast, uh, have conversation around that topic yeah, so that people understand and know what we're professionals at. They trust us. They learn about the thing, you know, and if this thing, whatever this thing is, is beneficial to them and they perform that value equation and say, yeah, I'd like to do that, then you make a sale. And then and then the podcast isn't the product because I don't know. I don't know who's going to listen. I don't know who wants to listen to this officially, but um, the, the, the value that you'd be adding isn't the, you know, 60 seconds of content of me. You have a conversation, which is nice. I think people like to listen to that, but. Yeah. It's not something somebody's going to pay for because guess what? There's a million other podcasts where people do the same thing, I assume. I don't listen to them. <laughs> but um, we're, you're an expert in all things supply chain and all things manufacturing, yeah. all things um, uh, export-related, right? Yeah. You're an expert at engine... Uh, Here we go. Manufacturing, yeah. repair, overhaul, that kind of thing, right? right? What else am I missing? You're a. Are we talking about my CV? Yeah. Well, oh. no, we're just talking about your uh, your expertise, uh, your areas of expertise right now. Uh, well, more. There's more, right? Yeah. And then I've got my own, right? Yeah. And then so, where we overlap, perhaps, or where our expertises are complementary, I expect we'll be finding um. At some point, we'll we'll latch on to something that we feel like we can wrap up into something valuable for other people, and then we would then insert that information into this show, yeah, so that they can know it exists, know how to get it, and understand how how it's beneficial. All right. See the value proposition. That's my opinion. I like it. I like it. So what's coming up? What's for this week? This week? Yeah. Is he rock climbing this weekend? Yeah, we'll rock climb tomorrow. We haven't been in a while. Tomorrow? Yeah. 
rock climbing tomorrow. We've got uh, my mom's birthday's today. I gotta give her a call. Yep, happy birthday to you, mom. Happy birthday, mom. And work, just work, work, work. You head, busy? Head down. Mm-hmm. No. I'm guessing you are with that new fancy <laughs> tie. Like in over my head. <laughs> I got over a hump last night. Like I was up till like ten o'clock last night wrapping up something. Yeah. And, oh, uh, ten o'clock. Oh, you. <laughs> you poor baby. You're the one that doesn't go to bed till like one. No, I'm I'm like a twelver, eleven thirty, twelver typically. It's been one in the past, though. Yeah, so I worked. I worked a lot last night. So I'm just anyway. I got some momentum that I'm trying to keep going, and yeah. um, it's hard to find, you know, with family and whatnot, with events and things. It's hard to find slots to get stuff done I on agree. a consistent basis. I talked to my talked to my son earlier. I said, "Hey, you guys coming up here this weekend?" And he was like, "Yep, be there." And uh, I said, "Are you working?" He said, "Tonight at 5. Hmm. So. You know, he's got three days off, and then he's back at it. And, I mean, again, it's 4.30 in the gym. Yeah. Come home from the gym, yeah. shower, go to school. You know, as a junior. Right. In high school, not it's college. Lot. It's a lot. And then go to work from 5 to 10, you know, closing. And... uh <laughs> He said, I don't really have time to do anything else. <laughs> He's complaining. I said, welcome to welcome, welcome to being an adult, bro. Welcome. You, you have know, arrived. This is what your next, you know, five years looks like. It's just, yeah. You know, senior and then, you know, he plans to go to, to university. So, you know. Just wait till he finds out retirement is at age 65. <laughs> but he's, so I'll tell you what, uh, uh, we, 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 we've done it really smart, or we, we feel like we have, where we tried to say, look, you know, he got him a little job. He's making you know, a few hundred bucks a week. Yeah. Part time. Hey man, you need to save some of that. So he's got a banking account he's got a bank account open. He now has a debit card. Yeah. You know, it's fun, you know, trying to teach a child what the difference in a bank account and a credit they oh, know I'm what a right credit card is you. and they're just like, Woohoo. Yes, it's I mean, this is not it's a credit the free card. pass. It's not a credit card. Right. You know, so there's a difference. Got him a checking account, got him a savings account. And he's excited because he's got more. He told me today, he said, I got more money in my savings account. I think my checking account. I said, bro. Oliver, you listening? You need to listen to this part. <laughs> so I said, that's the way you need to. If you can run it that way the rest of your life, you'd be doing good. Right. So. Make sure there's way more in your savings than in your checking. You check it. Say that money, Oliver. You saving yours? He's not, he's not interested. Yes. He, <laughs> he's been looking for. He. As far as he knows, there's a very rigid structure of how the banking system works. Yeah. And you got to put a certain percentage of your income in your checking and a certain percentage in your savings. And he's trying to find the loopholes in the contract to figure out how to get money from his savings to his checking Uh so that he can spend it. No, bro. (laughs) You need to shut that loophole. Well, I told him there's a wall. Hey, Oliver, remind me, before you leave, I got something for you downstairs. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah, so he's excited. And he and then he, he had this revelation. He said, and then I realized with my last check, I don't, I don't really need all of it. 
I only need about half of it. So I took half of that and put it in my savings. There you go. And I was like, yo, that's it, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're on, you're on track. Now, let's take it a step further and lock it up. Right. Put it in a mutual fund or an investment account. That way you can't just say, hey, I need 50 bucks, and then you're pulling out of it. And then leave it. And then just say, hey, from now on, once a week, I'm going to have X amount automatically deposited. Right. You know, or whatever your checks are every two weeks or whatever they are. And just forget about that. Yeah. You know, and then check back in another 10 or 15 and be like, yo, mm -hmm. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. You know, so that'd be great if we could I know. maintain that. It's, so you got to got look, look car. It look girlfriend. So that I, I, I didn't know the rules, but you, <clears throat> when you, when you get your license at 16, mm -hmm. I think it's, and I, I don't know the, I don't know the exact law, but uh, apparently, it's sick. You have to have your license for six months, okay, before anyone other than immediate family can be riding with you while you're driving, okay. So his little girlfriend that he's had now for ten, eleven months, whatever it's been, a long time, all year, last year, most a uh, long time. She turned sixteen as well, but they went on. So it's so sweet. He was excited to tell me they went on a little date last weekend. Mm. They had a little day date. He had to work that evening, but she now got her license. She's got her little car. So they met at Outback, and they went to eat at Outback, and then they <laughs> left Outback and they went to Academy and they went shopping. Yeah, you know they had a little day date. They had a good time. So. I was like, man, look at her. He said, yeah, he said, I haven't been able to see her because of work in like two weeks. <laughs> so, Oh, my gosh. I remember those days. Shoot. Yeah, so he's, I mean, one minute, just like that. Incredible. Yeah, I know, because I feel like I just reflect back, you know, it feels like just a couple of coffee visits We're ago. We're sitting here with Oliver right here while he's doing what he's doing over there. And then, you know, before, before you know it, we'll be talking about this again. Yeah. I mean, where's O? He said, man, I ain't seen him in a month. Dude's been in school and been doing this and been with his friends and yeah. backpacking in Colorado. I feel it. Yeah. Having him turn seven yeah. a few days ago, I feel it. I feel seven. the weight of time. You turned seven, Oliver? Yes. Seven. Got the whole world in front of you, buddy. Hey, Oliver, you want to show him a party trick? You got a party trick? Tell, What's he got? Tell Will. He's super proud of this, so that's why I bring it up. Tell Will... Um, how do you write seven in Roman numerals? Mm. Hey, Look at go. that. Nice. He's getting old. You he know what? Roman Oliver, numerals. That is a skill you will always use as an adult. <laughs> You'll need it often. Never. There will be so many old clocks Never. you have to read. <laughs> ain't shit. <laughs> Never have to use that. So many ancient clocks that I you got to read. Yeah. Big Ben, I believe, maybe in Roman numerals. Yeah, I remember Pythagorean theorem. I've never had to use that shit <laughs> either. So. You know, it's about, and this is what we're trying to drive home, it's about being excited to learn the skill, uh, tackling it, spending uh, the time, and then feeling accomplished when you're done, and you rinse and repeat. And that's it's all the time. It never ends. Yeah. doesn't matter what the topic is. doesn't matter if you're going to use it later or not, or if you're going to need to know the perimeter of a triangle at any point <laughs> in life. It's just, just knowing that you have the ability, the capability, and you exercise this muscle of spending the time to learn the hard skill, learning it, overcoming it, feeling great about getting it. 
that's what's going to get you where you need to be at some point later when you yeah. are faced with challenges that you do need to overcome. It's a random, it's a random figure that I, I you know, I like, I like random. So, you know, how deep is a fathom? How many, how many feet are in a kilometer you yeah. know, or a nautical mile, you know, but the one that I, I love it. I think I remember learning this in fifth grade. Yeah. For some reason that sticks out. I think Miss Cochran was my teacher's name. Shout out. Yeah, right. How many feet are in a mile? How many feet are in a mile? And I love that, right? How many feet are in a mile? Do you know this? <sighs> Let me count drop a number. Oliver. Yeah. How many feet are in a mile? I don't know. Okay. Three thousand six hundred. You're killing me. What is it? It's five thousand two hundred eighty. <laughs> and I don't it's so my wife laughs at me all the time. She says, you, <laughs> I would she too. Says, man, this is ridiculous. Why are you why do you break that up, you know? <laughs> okay. You know. But it's a random fact that I don't know what it's ever served me. Mm. You know, where have I been like, you know, hey, how many feet are in a mile? And I've been able to answer that question off the top of my head. But for some reason, that is a random fact that mm. I've, I've always enjoyed. That's funny. Yeah. We were on the way here. Oliver shared a random fact with me. He was like, hey, Dad, you know, there are three animals. There are like three classes of animals, like where they reside. One was water, one was land, and one was air, right? Is that right? Yeah. And he dropped that on me. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Perfect. And he said, he left some space. And then he said, but there's one more. Is I was like, what is it? And what was it, Oliver? Space. space. And I was like, space. space? Yeah. I was like, space. Okay. Wait, there aren't any animals in space. Aren't there? Guess what will. <laughs> Hit him, Oliver. What lives in space? Water bears. Water bears. Have you ever heard of a water bear? What the hell is a water bear? Look it up. It's a real thing. Very small creature. Yeah. Uh, okay, so like back, like a bacteria? Kind of, but it lives in space. Like that's not a thing, right? You wouldn't How think. Is that? Correct. Ask chat about water bears. Uh, no. Okay. I'm gonna actually just for the podcast. Why not? I'm gonna I'm gonna key it up here. <laughs> Uh, this and this will be where we'll wrap today. Colloquially known as water bears or moss piglets, is a phylum of eight-legged, segmented micro animals. First described by the German zoologist Yo 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 in seventeen seventy-three. <laughs> What's that name? Yo 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 Yo. I can't pronounce that. He, he's, uh, okay. he's you know. All right. How the hell? Hello. Now look, right. you. I'm asking chat. What did chat say? Because I've I'm already got chat. the answer because I typed it into Google. Do water bears live in space? Let's see what chat says. Actually, it's the first time, so let's see what we got. Water bears, also known as tardigrades, can live in space. In 2007 and 2008, huh. water bears were sent into space on two different missions and became the first animals to survive exposure to vacuum and extreme temperatures of space. Water bears. Bet. My seven-year-old teaches me this. Well, that's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. That is pretty cool. All right. Random facts. We will continue random facts on next episode. Stick around if you want to hear more. <laughs> Yeah, in case you wondered where a tardigrade lives, now you know. <laughs>